Welcome to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we bring in entrepreneurs who have created online businesses and improved their lifestyles. Here's your host, Rohit Malhotra. Hi everyone, I'm Rohit from LifeStyleMastery.com and today we have Perry Marshall, who is one of the world's most sought-after business consultants and is the author of many best-selling books in the PPC advertising industry, including The Ultimate Guide to Google AdWords and The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Ads. He's consulted in over 300 industries and is known as the godfather of PPC. Welcome to the show, Perry. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're going to talk about some really cool stuff today. So it's an honor to be on your show. Awesome. You know, so, you know, what caught you into PPC and, you know, focus on uh, the A20 principle of sales, uh, sales and marketing? Uh, I'm sorry, could you ask the question again? You cut yeah, out. Yeah, you know, uh, what caught you into the PPC advertising industry and, you know, what caught you interested into ad, uh, Google AdWords and Facebook ads? Well, so I started out, um, this begins when I got laid off from my engineering job. I was working as an acoustical engineer and um, my wife was three months pregnant and there was a sales slump at the company I worked at. Some automotive program had gotten canceled. And so all of a sudden I didn't have a job and I had to scramble around and I ended up getting a sales job at a manufacturer's rep firm. And that was two years of pounding the phone, pounding the pavement, trying to go see people who didn't want to see me, being a pest, getting skinny commission checks, not earning enough money, going into debt. My, my wife, when she, when, when she was about to have a baby, she quit her job. She didn't go back to work. Our debt started going up. And so after two years of this, I was in pretty serious trouble. Uh, you know, you're, you're starting to think about things like, well, you know, are, are we going to have to move in with Laura's parents? You know, these kinds of issues. And, and, and I discovered the world of direct marketing. I discovered, and this is a, a little bit over 20 years ago, and you know, most people didn't really know that much about direct marketing back then. Um, but, but I learned that there was this whole world of writing ads and spending money and getting more money back than you spent in acquiring a customer. And, uh, and I started applying this. Uh, the, the next job I got, it was also an entry-level job, but the company had a website. And... I started to figure out that getting leads on a website wasn't that different than sending letters uh, and using direct mail. It was the same basic set of principles. And so I started doing this and it started working. And um, I went from being, uh, well, I got fired. I got fired from that, that two years of sales job that I had. Um, and I, and I took this other job and I went from being the guy that gets fired to probably about three months after I started working at that company, I was working late one night and the boss came and sat down he goes, okay, how do we keep you here, Perry? Like he wanted to make sure I didn't quit and go get some better job. 
because I knew what I was doing. And um, that in, in the process of that, he ended up giving me stock options in that company. And the company got sold uh, four years later for $18 million. And I took those stock options and I went and I started the company I'm in now. And so it was a big turnaround. And, um, and so that, that was my introduction to direct marketing. Um, the uh, pay-per-click comes in because six months later, after I opened my own consultancy, um, Google AdWords came into existence. And I started using it within a few weeks after it started. And I thought, man, this is the most amazing thing that I've ever seen. This is incredible. I'm not telling anybody about this. Um, (laughs) I'm going to use it for myself. I'm going to use it for my clients. And, but about a year later, a guy um, that he knew what I was doing, he asked me to speak at a seminar. And that led to me, you know, becoming a PPC expert. Um, 80, 20 comes into play because I discovered that, well, first I discovered that I thought I knew what 80, 20 was and I thought I knew how it worked. I didn't. Most people don't. I mean, I think most people know that 80% of your business comes from 20% of your customers, but there's this, it's way deeper than that. It's way more powerful than that. Most people don't know that. I discovered that and I discovered that everything in Facebook ads, everything in Google ads, everything in marketing is 80-20. Not just a few things, like it is absolutely pervasive. It is all over the place. And so if you can master 80-20, you can identify problems faster than anybody else in the room. And so, yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm here today talking to you. Awesome. You know, so. Uh, you know, how does, uh, you know, let's deep dive more into it, the 80-20 rules and, and, you know, how does the 80-20 rule really apply to sales and marketing? So, 80-20 is a universal law of cause and effect. It's not just a business rule of thumb or it's not just this little thing that salespeople like to talk about. So, so 20% of what you do gets you 80% of what you get. And 80% of what you do gets you 20% of what you get. Cause and effect are very unequal. But it's more than that because 20% of the 20% that you do produces 80% of the 80% of your results. So if you do the math, 4% of what you do generates 64% of your outcomes, your income, your customers, your sales, and you can, you can do it again. You can say 20 of the 20 of the 20 produces 80 of the 80 of the 80, and it's true. So 1% of what you do produces 50% of your results. Well, so let's take sales. If you take the sales numbers of a bunch of salespeople in a large company, 20% of the salespeople make 80% of the sales and make 80% of the money. Uh, 20% of the customers generate 80% of the sales. 20% of the products generate 80% of the sales. 20% of the defects generate 80% of the complaints. 20% of the employees cause 80% of the problems. And it just goes on and on. And most people have never really seen this. They've never realized it. Most people don't realize 
that what you put into a project and what you get out of it are wildly unequal. Uh, Steve Jobs said the difference between a bad taxi driver and a good taxi driver might be three to one. Like the good taxi driver might get you where you want to go three times faster than a bad one. But a good software developer is a hundred times or even a thousand times more effective than a bad one. And so there are parts of your life where small things, small hinges swing huge doors and small acorns create huge oak trees. Got it. And, you know, um, talk about the Facebook and Google ads. You know, when people start selling information and physical products, uh, you know, they think about how to generate traffic. So, um, so, so should somebody start with Google ads or Facebook ads? Uh, you know, what is, what is your suggestion on that? Well, so first off, if you have a Google account or a Facebook account, you have impressions and clicks and dollars and ads and ad groups and conversions and all that, all those columns of data are 80-20. You sort any of those columns from the top to the bottom, generally uh, 80% is going to be in the top 20% of the column. And so it applies to everything. Now, um, should you start with Facebook or Google? Well, maybe, maybe not. Um, the first thing I suggest you do is we have a couple of websites where you can evaluate the suitability of Google or Facebook. If you go to isfbforme.com, which stands for is Facebook for me, isfbforme.com, we have a quiz and you can take the quiz and it'll give you a score from one to 10 on how good of a fit Facebook is for your business. If you go to isaw.com, for me.com stands for is AdWords for me. It'll tell you how suitable you are for a Google search network, how suitable you are for a Google display network and how much, how likely the, uh, the competition, how thick the competition's likely to be. Um, now I think if you're, it, it kind of depends on what you sell, but generally most people find Facebook and Google to be very competitive and you have to know what you are doing. Um, if you are not willing to spend money educating yourself, both in terms of taking courses and getting trained by people who are qualified to do it. And most aren't. Okay. And I'll, I'll tell you a qualification um, in a minute that you should all use. Um, if you're not willing to invest in that, don't even bother because all you'll do is spend money on Google and Facebook stupidity tax. Uh, you can't imagine how much money people waste on Google and Facebook advertising because they don't know what they're doing. Furthermore, you can't trust what Google and Facebook tell you to do. Um, the deck is heavily stacked against you. Um, Google reps will call you on the phone and they will tell you things that you should do for your account. Those things will put money in their pocket and they'll take money out of your pocket. They'll actually cause your sales to go down, not up. Um, and so any, 
anybody that you hire to do Facebook or Google for you, anybody who trains you, they have to prove to you that they learned it on their own dime. They spent their own dollars, not their employer's dollars, not some nonprofit organization's dollars, not some donor's dollars, not some investor's dollars. They spent their dollars buying clicks so that they could sell a product so they could eat. That's the only people that you should hire to do Google or Facebook ads for you or train you to do it. It's infinitely different when it's your own money. People that spend other people's money on Facebook and have never done it themselves don't know how to do it. And they'll waste tons of money. And they'll sound good. And they'll sound like they know what they're talking about. And they'll send you nice reports, but they don't know what they're doing. Got it. And, uh, you, know, you know, what are the major difference between Facebook ads and Google ads? Is it, uh, you, know, you know, is it uh, simple to say that Facebook is more for B2C uh, or Google is, uh, Google ads are better for B2B? But, uh, or, or do you really suggest that, you know? Uh, that's, that's a fair statement. You could also say Google is, is the yellow pages or the phone book and, and, and Facebook is a coffee shop. Like, you know, there's, there's certain kinds of things that you sell at a coffee shop. Now, this is an overgeneralization. I mean, you can sell B2B on Facebook. I do. Um, but certainly Facebook tilts more in the B2B direction. And also, you have to ask, why do people get on Facebook? versus why do people use Google? People get on Facebook to escape. And so what sells on Facebook is escapism. And people get, go to Google trying to solve problems. And so if you're a problem solver, then Google is typically the more appropriate environment or it's, it's where you're gonna spend more of your money probably. Okay, you know, can you give some examples of some industries of certain products, you know, which could work uh, better on Google AdWords? Uh, you know, well, just... okay, so, so um, you know, if, if you were selling automotive brake pads, um, yeah. when, when, you know, people's brakes run out or you're selling tires because their tires are going bald. Facebook doesn't know your tires are going bald on your car, but somebody will, you know, type in new tires on Google. Um, right. right. So, so, so Facebook is ideal when you have something where they weren't necessarily looking for it. But when they saw it, they said, hey, that looks great. Um, uh, and, and, and they go buy it. The, the first thing I ever bought on Facebook a long, long time ago was a music CD. Somebody was advertising their band, and it was based on another band's. It was like, well, our music is like this band. And I thought, oh, I like that band. I think I'll go try that out. And I bought a CD. So, so that's the kind of thing that works on it was one of the things that works well on Facebook. Now that said, you know, Facebook is really good at targeting and identifying people and they know what people buy and what they don't buy and they know how they behave. So you can target audiences with great precision. 
Okay, and you know, if a company has thousands of, uh, you know, there's, there's an e-commerce company and there's got, they got thousands or hundreds of, uh, and thousands of products, how do you go about focusing on which products to send traffic to? Well, that's where you need to do 80-20 and, and, and you should probably start with a very small number of products. So here's a lesson from direct marketing. Um, there used to be this company, uh, I don't know if they exist anymore, but it's called the, Sh the Sharper Image and they sold all these cool electronic devices and stuff. And um, you could go to their stores and they had all these different gadgets um, and they would also send out catalogs, but for years, um, they, they would send out advertisements for an air purifier and they would just try to acquire a customer on the air purifier. And then they would try to sell them something else. And, um, and, and so the air purifier was actually their customer acquisition tool. It was their flagship product. And then after they bought that, people would come and buy all these other things. Well, um, I think it's the same thing. If you have a big e-commerce store, there's probably one or two or three products that really, um, like really move a lot of units and there's a lot of demand for them. You know, PPC requires a lot of optimization you can't optimize a hundred things at once. You got to optimize a few things and figure out what, what works. You should probably start with one product, start with the one that where a lot of people are searching. Um, your product compares very favorably to everybody else's, or maybe you don't even have any direct competition or nobody really makes a product quite like that and you really make that one thing work. And then after you make the one thing work, then you go to a couple more and you go to a couple more. But if you try to do it all at once, you'll get slaughtered. Got it. And you know, when should uh, people start focusing on re-targeting uh, re and remarketing? First, it's the first thing you do. Um, you, you start with that uh, because it's a lot more forgiving and it's a lot less expensive and the, and the traffic quality is higher. Everything is in your favor. So there's people, they're already coming to your website. You're missing some of them. If you tried a little harder, you could get them. You get those people with remarketing and you dial that in first and you test ads. You do all kinds of things um, experimentally until you figure out what works. Um, and then you expand from there. Got it. And, uh, you, know, you know, a lot of companies don't uh, look at, uh, you know, uh, testing uh, uh, their ads, you know, and, uh, you know, is it important how to do, uh, you know, uh, uh, do, uh, uh, the testing and how it can impact results, uh, you know, if you, if you test? And what is the, you know, somebody wants to, uh, some, somebody is trying to send cold uh, traffic to convert, you know, how, how many ads do you suggest somebody should start off with in the first couple of days and what sort of uh, testing they should do to, to really understand and create the kind of results they're looking for the business. Testing is very, very, very important. If you're not testing ads, you're doing it wrong. If you're not testing ads, you're going to get, you're going to get your butt kicked. You can't even, 
you don't even have a chance of making this work if you don't test a lot of ads. And you should test a lot of different ads. Not you, um, but you know, even you know, I've got an example where one comma increased the uh, click through rate of the ad by eight percent. Um, I've got ads where we're switching switching two lines of an ad change the response by 20x. There's huge differences. Just tiny, like huge outcomes change with tiny little adjustments to ads. So you should always be testing multiple ads at one time. Uh, two at a time, maybe three or four at a time. Um, and, and you just run these A-B split tests and you're always trying to beat your best ad, beat it again and beat it again. Of course, you always also have to track conversions because an ad that gets more clicks won't necessarily get more conversions. Um, you know, uh, you could have an ad that says beautiful women in bikinis instead of saying new tires and it, it would get a lot more clicks, but it wouldn't sell you any tires. Okay. Uh, you know, for, for Google AdWords, you know, should should somebody uh, target uh, certain keywords or certain audiences? Uh, you know, what is what is your suggestion on that? Well, uh, the the first thing you do in Google AdWords is keyword research, and you, you you have to look at all of the different phrases that people might type in for that, and then you need to um, you you need to look at your competitors. You need to find keywords where your product has a distinct and unique advantage over all of the others, I would start with a very small number of keywords and I would work from there. And I would use a Google exact match first. You don't use the broad match. The broad match will just burn money. It's very important that you use negative keywords um, so that you're, you're excluding any irrelevant terms. And, um, and then there's also, also the display network. That's a whole nother discussion, which I don't think we probably have time for today. Um, but, but there's a bunch of other ways that you target on the display network. Display network is the ads that you see when you're surfing the internet, you're on the New York Times website or you're, uh, you know, different blogs and stuff. And in, there's Google ads on the side of the site. That's the display network. Okay, so, so Penny, you know, I, I know that you're a consultant and you also written books on PPC advertising. You know, how can people get to know more about your services or do you, do you run some, some sort of courses which people can, can take up and uh, learn more about how to be a better marketer? Yes, um, if you go to perrymarshall.com slash ads, you'll find out about our Google Ads Mastery course. Um, it's not cheap. It's actually, it's, it's about a thousand bucks, but honestly, if, if, if you, if you can't afford a thousand bucks to learn Google AdWords, you can't afford to do Google AdWords. Um, I mean, I'm just being honest with you. Um, people don't know what they're up against and there's all kinds of people, they get into it. It looks good. It sounds good. Uh, the next day they've spent $500, they've gotten no sales from it, They're, and they have absolutely no idea why it didn't work. And so the same is true with Facebook ads. We actually have a more 
uh, economical way to learn Facebook ads, we have something called Facebook University. And if you're part of our Renaissance Club, which costs $99 a month, you get you get an extremely good Facebook course, and you also get um, access to updates every month where they give fresh new information on all the all the things that are going on. And I I realize you can go get all kinds of education for free, but it's worth what you pay for it. And you you really need to learn this well. Do not skimp on your education. You know, and people could say, well, Perry, that's self-serving. That's what you do. I know it's what I do. Um, and I only make money because my customers find our trainings to be very valuable. And there's a lot of people, they take the free advice from Facebook and Google and, well, Facebook and Google vacuum out their wallets. Got it. And, and is the Facebook ad course also uh, around $1,000? Um, it's $100 a month gets you okay. in full access. Got it. Got it. It's called Facebook University. Facebook University. Go to perrymarsh.com and you'll you'll see the links on the product page. So, you know, we'll put that in the, in the show notes. So, uh, so let's quickly do the top three. Uh, you know, what's your favorite business book? I think everybody needs to read the book, The 80-20 Principle by Richard Koch. It's one of the best business books ever written. And you need to read it about five times. Um, I, I was just reading some of it yesterday, and I've had the book since 2003. Um, it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, 80-20 Principle by Richard Koch, K-O-C-H. Okay. And, uh, you know, if you could go back in time when you started uh, uh, working on a consulting business, what is the one thing you would have focused on? Well, I, I think I did a lot of things right. Um, I focused on 80-20. Um, I was always mindful of where the 80-20 was and was not in my business. But I can tell you some mistakes that I made. One mistake that I made was um, I hired a guy to manage my SEO, search engine optimization. And he was doing, I mean, it certainly wasn't black hat but it was a lot of stuff with link exchanges and things like that. It was kind of gray. And at one point Google decided they didn't like it and they disabled a bunch of, they just kind of banned us for certain keywords. That was a big mistake. And I, sh I should have done it right. Like as correctly as possible, uh, right out of the gate. Um, and I kind of knew in the back of my head that there was a better way to do it, but I wasn't really paying attention. And you know, that was a costly mistake. Okay. And, and you know, what's your favorite online tools example, Gmail or Slack? Well, um, we developed a tool. It's not available yet, but you can, um, you can contact us to get on the notification list. It's called the Swiss army knife and it's a creativity tool for Google and Facebook ads. Um, and we created this tool because I needed something like this and it didn't exist anywhere else. And it, it helps you generate dozens, hundreds, even thousands of different advertising messages that you can test, each one which is completely different from the rest. And it's, it's really powerful. Um, so it will become available at a later date. We do sell a training course called Swiss Army Knife, which... 
covers the concept and yeah, we, we've made it into an online tool. Yeah, and people will find it on Perry Marshall, or the Swiss Army. If, if you type Swiss Army knife on Perry Marshall in the search box, you'll you'll find the product, and you can you can uh, you can open a support ticket and get on our notification list for when the software tool comes out. Okay, good, got it. And, and what is the best way people can reach out to you and know more about uh, you know how to learn about the courses? I think. The best thing you can do is go to my website and sign up for any of the of the courses. If you go to isfbforme.com, you can sign up for stuff there. If you go to isawforme.com, uh, you can you can get our uh, our Google information. Um, it, you, you know, on our website on our homepage, you'll find a newsletter sign up. So any one of those, um, sign up for those and get on my email list and study what I do. Um, study the way I use email as a marketing tool. Email is an incredibly powerful tool if it's used correctly. And it's still the holy grail of marketing, even with all the social media and everything. Email, email outsells every other means of generating sales on the internet. Email is number one. So study what I do with email. It, it will be very enlightening. Awesome. You know, we'll put that in the show notes. Thank you very much for, you know, coming on to the show and, uh, you know, letting us know more about, uh, you know, how, how to do ads. I really appreciate talking to you. Uh, it's great to meet you, Rohit. Uh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Life Self Mastery Podcast, where we teach you how to start and grow your online business. For more information, visit Rohit's blog at www.lifeselfmastery.com.